Alrighty, it is time for Africa's State of Mind. This week's episode is really, um, is just so close to my heart. Um, you know, when we think about a lot of what's going on in the continent, um, as always, we talk about the changing of the African narrative and all the amazing things that are happening. But when we look at global figures and things that are happening around the world, whether it's wars or rumors of wars or whether it's people being displaced because of um, natural, you know, natural disasters and that sort of thing, one organization that is really important in this fight to take care um, of the, the, the millions of refugees around the world is the UNHCR, which is the UN Refugee, which is the UN Refugee Agency. I'm so excited in the studio to have Maku Akumas. I hope I got it. Did I get it right? That's a very nice pronunciation. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. He's a senior regional um, external relations officer. Uh, Mark, welcome to Africa State of Mind. Thank you very much for taking time out because I know it's a pretty busy time of the year for you. Thank you so much for your kind invitation and following this story. Yeah. And also um, um, to all your listeners uh, and a very good uh, World Refugee Day. Yes, very, very good. Now, Marco, I, I was speaking um, with my producer and I said that um, a few years ago I had the opportunity to um, participate in a, that basically was a glass house at KICC in Nairobi, Kenya. And what happened is that it was in conjunction with This Is Africa and the guys in Netherlands. And so what they did is that they put a host of um, radio presenters, um, you know, who stayed there for about two weeks. I only got put in for like three days. And the whole idea was that they built a glass house um, and people at KICC, you know, you know, because it's obviously pretty big in Nairobi, people could see what was going on in the glass house and we could see on the outside, but we couldn't communicate. We couldn't move in and out. And we literally were almost, you know, were given the, an idea of what it's like to be, um, you know, a refugee, what it really means. Um, and they also gave us food at ration times there was very you know it was the right allocations in order for us to survive as people basically so that was one of the first um, experiences that I had and that changed my entire mindset and heart set you know and that was a few years ago um, when it comes to the refugee crisis and what it really means to be a refugee now there's so much there's so many complications or, or misunderstandings about what a refugee is versus an immigrant versus a migrant versus an asylum seeker talk to us about what a refugee is how that is defined according to UNHCR Hmm. Well, the refugee is the person who is forced to flee um, his or her country because the violence, uh, persecution of war, and that person is seeking the protection in 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 other countries. The, the The difference to migrant is that also the migrants are leaving their countries, but for other reasons, not maybe to save their lives, but maybe improve their improve their lives mm. in terms of the the economical situations and livelihoods. Okay. Now, um, earlier on this morning, actually, I had a very interesting conversation. Um, with the Ethiopian ambassador to South Africa, um, and he spoke about um, you know the obviously the refugee camps in Ethiopia. I think Ethiopia has got a million refugees to date, and he, you know they have in, they've implemented this new policy about how over the next ten years they're looking to close down the refugee camps and get refugees integrated um, into society, which I thought was really great. You know, in terms of getting skills in and everything. Talk to us about some of the the other refugee camps in Africa, the the key ones. You know um, that you know that that. Are Obviously, that UNHCR works closely with. Right. Maybe I could just um, mention, stay in our region. Of course, uh, 
Ethiopia and Uganda are one of the countries that have, that have received the uh, South Sudanese and mm. the refugees also from the uh, Democratic Republic of Congo and, and are hosting very mm. large numbers of refugees. But myself, I recently I, I visited Zambia, uh, oh, which is also receiving yeah. uh, uh, large numbers of uh, refugees from the Democratic Republic of Congo. And in Zambia is also applying what is called the Comprehensive uh, Refugee Response Framework. And the idea behind that is that the, uh, we try to find um, a more predictable and, 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 and better uh, respond to refugee emergencies, mm. but also to the protracted situations. And what that means is that we try to ease the pressure from the host countries and, and host communities. We try to increase the livelihood opportunities also for refugees and uh, try to find third country solutions uh, for refugees and so on. Mm. But what I saw in, in, in Zambia is to th- that the, uh, the whole society, not only the, uh, the, the usual humanitarian actors will participate in sure. the, uh, the protection and assistance of That's the refugees, mm. but bringing along the, the, the church, the sports mm. association, uh, local authorities and so. And what I was able to see in, in Zambia is that the, um, the local communities, they are providing land, not mm. only for, for the refugees, but also the host communities to, to improve their livelihoods. And they can work together, for example, farming land, and that will benefit uh, the whole the community. Mm. Um, another example is that the, um, when the refugees arrive, when we start the refugee uh, response, the emergency response. We start thinking from the beginning how that these people one day, they also need a solution. Mm. Either they're able to go back home, um, they are, some of them might be resettled to third countries because they are the burden sharing, mm. but many of them also might stay. Mm. And and therefore, you know, the uh, we need to start from the ons- uh, thinking from the onset of the emergency uh, including the refugees in the mm. society, building these links uh, with the society. Mm. And, and um, in Zambia, for example, um, the refugees are not uh, confined in the camps. These are places what they call settlements. Okay. And the, uh, the services that are provided for uh, refugees and asylum seekers are also accessible for the host community. Okay. So that means that the, uh, the, the, the schools that are built are receiving kids also from the host community and for the refugee community. Um, the, uh, the medical services are also uh, shared. So, so that is in, increasing the interaction between mm. the refugee communities I really and like that. the local yeah. communities. Because yeah. I, I, th- I think that what I like about that is just having the fact that, you know, that they are more integrated and there's more of an understanding of where people, you know, of, of different people's experiences, so to speak. Now, let, let's talk about just some of the numbers um, around, you know, because... I mean, when you turn on the news any time, you know, around the world, we just see a lot happening in terms of the refugee crisis that we're having globally. What do the numbers look like in 2018? What are, um, you know, compared to other to other years? Unfortunately, the numbers are going up and this is not a new trend. You mm-hmm. know, uh, I remember the the last six global trends report that we have launched. Mm. The numbers have gone up and up and up and up. You know, the uh, the uh, uh, story is the same, but the numbers change. And mm. now we have sixty eight point five sure. million forcibly displaced uh, oh, around the world, and that means uh, twenty five uh, million refugees. Uh, uh, 
3 million asylum seekers and 40 million internally displaced persons. Sure. So, uh, I mean, often, you know, you know it, this are, the numbers are so high that it's difficult to understand. But if mm. I say that it's the more than the total population of South Africa, mm. you know, on the run. Mm. And, um, and behind these numbers, we have women, children, uh, men, elderly, people just you, like you and me, who are ordinary people who one day Their they find themselves changed. in the situation that they're just forced to flee, leave everything and start the new life. Mm. And, um, and um, when we look at the democratic of the situation, I mean, the, the report tells us, you know, it's a, lot of the, a lot of the insights and some of the perceptions that most of us have are absolutely wrong. Mm. You know, um, often, you know, particularly uh, in the Northern Europe, in Europe, we think that the, uh, all the refugees are in Europe. But when we look at the uh, the, the statistics, uh, ten out of uh, sorry nine out of the ten uh, displaced are actually either either living in their own country or in the neighboring countries. Mm. So four out of the five refugees are actually living in the na- neighboring countries. Okay. And eighty five percent of the world refugees out of these twenty five million are living in the developing world. So that so actually shows that carrying the, uh, the, the is shouldering a lot of the absolutely shouldering. That's and that's that's not something that I think a lot of people are aware of. There's always this idea that a bulk of the refugees are being, um, you know, that they're being housed in developed nations, so to speak. And to see that the developing world are actually the ones stepping in, you know, t- taking care. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And that's and this is where we have to be very precise that the uh, these countries and the communities are sh- that are shouldering the most of the burden they need. Not only the refugees and asylum seekers need our support, but also those countries mm. and the communities need our support. Yeah. Now, um, let's also just talk. I, in, I heard a stat. I don't know how true it is, um, but basically I was, I was at another talk and um, somebody who was a two-time refugee actually was talking about this. And apparently if you take all the refugees in the world and you put them together, they'll be the 11th biggest country in the world. Which that's, is, that's, that's, that's very true. You know, the, uh, the, uh, if you put that together, mm. you know, um, maybe if I'm try to sort of, uh, think a country of the size of 68 million, mm. it's maybe the DRC. Wow. In and the, the DRC is really, the real, is DRC really is big. one of the largest countries in mm. the continent. Yeah. So now, so now also, um, you know, if you when you're a refugee like what does this mean in terms of your status and citizenship and how you can move and how you can't move just that very human level like you know because i mean depend if you're not a refugee for example you perhaps have freedoms like you can have a passport you can travel you have citizenship you know where you belong but with a refugee what are the the policy issues around you know mm-hmm. you know being a refugee if i should say or the limitations well it it's depends i mean there are some fundamental rights which are for all asylum seekers and refugees that the most important is that, you know, you should have access to a asylum process where your um, asylum claim um, uh, will be evaluated, you know, determined whether you need protection or not. Mm. And asylum seeker or the refugee should never be returned to, to the country of origin where mm. their life could be endangered. endangered. Mm. So those are the, 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 the cornerstone of the international mm. refugee protections. Mm. And then, of course, I mean, the, the, the refugees should have also access to the, the assistance, to the uh, basic services, mm. to the education, and that varies from, from country to, to country. Mm. But we, we advocate, for example, that the education is the fundamental yes. uh, for all of us. I mean, mm. the, uh, just in order for refugees to, to have the skills and the, the knowledge and the capacities that they can either use to 
be a productive part of the society wherever they are, or also when they return, if they're able to return to their country of origin, that they can continue their lives. Mm. Now, with UNHCR, um, what do you think, because now you've said that the numbers, you know, this year they keep going up and up and the last six trains have gone high. Um, so there's 68.5 million, if I remember correctly. Yes. D- so what can the average person do in terms of supporting the UNHCR and what it is that you do? And what, what would you like the average person to know and understand about, you know, the refugee crisis that we currently have globally? There's a lots of things that, you know, we can do individually. Of mm. course, the most important is that, you know, Individually, each of us, you know, because the refugees, they can't decide, you know, whether they uh, flee or not. I mean, they Mm. can't decide if they are refugees or not because they're forced to do that. But all of us, we can decide how we can help. Mm. And I mean, sometimes you don't, I mean, the one thing is too that we can, you can provide funding to the humanitarian organization, not only to the UNHCR, but also to others who assist uh, assist the refugees and asylum seekers. But the most fundamental is that, you know, when refugees come is that we receive them, mm. you know, uh, well. That means that, you know, they they receive it well by the society. You know, we, we welcome them. You know, mm. we understand that these are the people who have gone through a lot and they need our support and help. Mm. So just sometimes just a friendly face, a mm. smile is a start. Mm. Getting to know these people. I mean, the, um, the often we realize that these are the people with the same hopes and dreams that we have. And they didn't have a choice. It was not their choice. Exactly. Yes. Mm. And, and many of us, I, we, we've been in the similar situation before. I mean, if we look at our families, myself as well, you know, I have a people who've been refugees or internally displaced in my mm. family. Many of us here, I mean, many of uh, people mm. here as well, and we don't know how the future will develop. Yes. So, so I mean, it's just sort of a being friendly and helping wherever mm. we can. Those who have more, you know, capacity, then maybe they can get involved in, mm. in different NGOs and try to be more concrete with their help or provide some money if they have. Mm. Definitely. Marco, thank you very much for spending time with us. I'm on Africa State of Mind. Honestly, um, you know, the producer will tell you that this is when I when I think about you and HCR and the work that you do and the refugee crisis, it's something that's really close to my heart. And you I know a few people who've been, you know, who've been refugees and, and all of that. And it's actually not what everybody thinks. Any closing remarks at all? Um, you know, this World uh, Refugee Day from your side, anything you'd like to share that you that you'd like to close off so that people are around the continent can kind of get your heart in the matter. Absolutely. I mean, maybe maybe just to say that, you know, the uh, this is an issue, the refugee issue is an, is, is an issue that we all need to work together. You know, we have to start thinking out of the box, you mm. know, how do we manage these you know, increasing numbers of refugees and how do we support not only the the refugees but also the host communities and how do we get more actors involved? Mm. I mean, not only the humanitarian actors but the local actors, the development actors, uh, societies and, I mean, finally, this will be Working together, we will make a better place for all of us to live. Definitely. And any social media um, handles that we can follow, um, you know, today on World Refugee Day? Well, we have the, our... Uh, global campaign which is hashtag uh, with with refugees okay. um, then we have another one which is the global uh, sorry the uh, regional campaign is called Luku Luku okay. um, I've actually it's, heard about yeah, it yes, it's a, yeah. we have um, a wonderful it's a wonderful uh, kind of like a movement it's the um, 
transforming the perception of the, the on the African refugees, yes. and it's the Africans helping the mm. African refugees, and we have like some high level influences who are involved yeah. in that. That's the um, hashtag uh, Do It Luku Luku, and and then also the uh, www. Um, um, .unhr.org, where we have all the information that, you know, if you want to know more about the refugees and the UNHCR work. Definitely. Mark, thank you very much. And just thank you for the important work that you do um, in UNHCR. It's really, I actually, I, I think you can tell I'm a little bit emotional, but very long story. But thank you for the important work that you do. I think it's, and especially like with the Luka Luka campaign with Africans looking after African refugees, I think that that is so powerful and that is what we should be doing I mean, looking at as Africa's state of mind, you know, Africans helping other African refugees. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of Africa State of Mind. I hope that you enjoy listening to this podcast as much as we enjoy putting it together for you. And once again, a big shout out to all of the amazing people um, from around the amazing continent of Africa, uh, you know, who are really doing their part with regards to changing the narrative. Don't forget that you can interact with us um, on our Twitter handle at Africa State Mind. You can also join the Africa State of Mind group on Facebook. And please remember to rate us um, on iTunes. Let us know how it is that you think that we're doing. And if you have any ideas for any guests or people from your particular country uh, within the continent of Africa that are really changing the narrative, please be sure to share it with us. That's all we have for time for today. My name is Lika Sumba, Africa State of Mind. We'll be back next week with another great episode. Africa State of Mind with Lika Sumba. Get it on iTunes now.